Welcome to the My Buddy Green podcast. I'm Jason Wachab, founder and co-CEO of My Buddy Green, and your host. Hey, everyone. Today we have our Director of Scientific Affairs, our resident PhD and RD, Dr. Ashley, back on the show to discuss all things Omega-3 today. And so did you know that 90% of Americans are falling short on their Omega-3 needs? Now we've got a solution because in just two gel caps, our brand spanking new Omega-3 Potency Plus delivers 1500 milligrams of marine Omega-3s, EPA and DHA in the four to three ratio, which we're going to get into later, which is so critical from 100% sustainably sourced wild caught cold water anchovy from the South Pacific. Now, what's so cool is the product has earned third-party Arivo certification for authenticity and evidence-based transparency, verifying that the fish oil we're using by the latest fingerprint technology. Yes, that is a thing, (laughs) which we're going to talk about. And to boot, we added an infusion of organic lemon oil and rosemary extract so that there is no aftertaste. For me personally, as you guys know, I take my brain health, my cardiovascular health, and my overall health and well-being extraordinarily seriously, which is why this product is a daily must-have for me and Colleen, and it is why I am beyond excited to share it with you. So before we jump in, give it a try. Visit mindbuddygreen.com slash omega and use code omegapod to get 25% off your first order of our incredible Omega-3 Potency Plus. I love this product. I've been waiting for it for a long time. Ashley, welcome back. We're gonna talk all things Omega-3. And, you know, I mentioned that basically 90%, well, some it's like, basically everybody are falling short in our omega-3 needs. And so building off of that, what are some of the common reasons you hear that people are taking omega-3s or fish oil supplements? Well, I think that a lot of people aren't as familiar with the reason you just gave that we're falling short because people aren't thinking of it as a nutrient like we do vitamin D, right? Everybody knows about the vitamin D gap. But omega-3s kind of get relegated to this other nutrient of fat that is forgotten. And this forgotten fat, to your point, is a major gap. Over 90% of Americans are failing to consume the recommended amount of fish. And that's like the baseline starting point. Two servings of fish a week, over 90% of us are failing to just do that uh, foundational level. So when people take omega-3s, I think... Sometimes they're thinking about filling a gap or they're non, you know, they want to eat the fish like as a food, but they feel comfortable taking a fish oil or an algal oil. And I see clients just knowing, hey, this is important for general wellness and overall whole body health, uh, whether or not they are thinking about the antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, cytokine relevant pathways, probably not, but they they get it. You know, these special, unique, long-chain polyunsaturated fats have whole body health implications. And then I would say in the following order for 
health support areas, I will hear clients say, hey, I take omega-3s or I um, prioritize fish oil in my daily nutrition, you know, regimen for heart health is number one, followed by joint, brain, pregnancy, lactation. So perinatal period, if we collapse those and then vision, eye, sometimes they talk about giving it to their puppy dogs for their joints as well, but we'll, we'll stick with homo sapiens today. So another kind of, you think about fats overall, so not just gap filling, but balance, right? Our nation has a, a problem with balancing our fats. We are consuming in excess of omega-6 fats from sources such as soy, so soybean oils, canola oils, um, these plant oils, and are, you know, deficient. I mean, dare I say deficient? We're certainly inadequate in the omega-3s. Um, Omega-3s can come from plants. That's ALA, alpha-linolenic acid. We're really going to focus today on the marine-sourced EPA and DHA, and I can get into why. But so if we think about the ratio right now, our nation is, the research suggests we're consuming, so omega-6 to 3, about a 10 to 1 ratio, when in fact the recommended ratio is so much lower on the 6. Omega sixes, we should be a two to one ratio. So we're 10 to one. We need to bring down the sixes and up the threes. So it's more closer to two to one. So I would say that's those are the reasons that I hear folks are taking omega three or fish oil supplements. Yeah. And just to build off of that, you know, those omega six seed oils, which every doctor we have on this show says avoid like the plague and they're in processed foods. And we, and unfortunately, we eat too many processed foods. And it comes back to that omega three to six ratio. And you really want the threes to be the hero in your diet and, and heard you loud and clear. We're, we're probably not, well, we're not eating enough fish. And for those who lean vegetarian and vegan, you're definitely not getting what you need in terms of omega threes and vegan omega threes are just not where they need to be. It's about EPA and DHA. And so before we go there, I do want to come back to why they're so critical for our well-being, and essentially omega-3s are good for everything you know brain health cardiovascular health joint health eye health overall health and well-being it's like everyone could benefit from taking omega-3 this is why i was like we need to do this product a daily essential but, yeah it's a daily essential and then the, i want to focus on the two that come to the forefront given how cardiovascular disease affects so many americans and how brain health is so top of mind, regardless of age. That's been a recurring theme uh, on the podcast, given the mental health epidemic, given the epidemic around dementia, Alzheimer's, cognitive decline, a lot of people are concerned. So I'd like to focus specifically on cardiovascular and brain health. So let's start with brain health. Could you talk about why omega-3s are so critical for our brain health? Sure. So I think just to back up, you know, we think about an organ like the brain or the heart or any even outward manifestation of those organs like blood pressure for heart or your lipid panel for heart or your mood or your cognitive function, your, your memory for brain. And that's like the final step, the outward physiological manifestation, you know, back it up. We're talking about the origin is at the cellular level. So a lot of times at Mind Buddy Green, we talk about 
you know, from the inside out. Well, from the inside out is relevant for omega-3s, EPA and DHA, because their, you know, powerhouse mechanisms and functions that are critical are at the level of the cell. And so take us back to what, eighth or ninth grade here when learn about the cell has a lipid bilayer membrane, these phospholipid heads and fatty acid tails create this amazing uh, membrane. Well, people just assume these membranes are, you know, doing their thing, but what makes up those fatty acid tails? The fats that we consume in our diet throughout our life. So as it turns out, if we have a lot of saturated, trans, un, you know, less healthy fats, that happen to be rigid, by the way, and not good for cellular, for the membrane, for cellular signaling, cellular function, then that's what your membranes throughout your body, of course, like consider how many cells make up a tissue, make up an organ, make up the body. Well, omega-3 fats, as it turns out, these are again, an, a form of unsaturated fat, polyunsaturated, poly meaning many. So like many times there are double bonds in this long chain omega-3 fat. And what that means is when you eat these, when you consume these fats and they're incorporated into your lipid bilayer membrane, they're doing good things for your cells. They're providing fluidity and they're, we know that it's impacting not just literally functionally fluid, but appropriate cellular messages and signals impacting gene expression. They are just powerhouse for antioxidant, you know, force. And so in terms of redox balance, these things throughout our day that cause oxidative stress, it's all about balance. You can't say we're not going to have oxidative stress. Like that's nonsense. Normal cellular reactions produce oxidative stress. A normal immune response to uh, something offensive <laughs> creates oxidative st stress, but it's the balancing act. And omega-3s, EPA, and DHA are known to be critical for that striking that balance between squelching reactive oxygen species and getting that balance back into effect. The other, so if you think of two A words, antioxidant and then anti-inflammatory, these are the two major actions or properties pathways. So that's at the cellular level. And, you know, in terms of the brain, it, as it turns out, these omega-3s are incorporated, like I said, cells throughout the body. Well, for our central nervous system, DHA is the most concentrated fat in our brain, similarly in our eye and the retina specifically. And it's not just brain and eye. Your central nervous system is, you know, extensive in terms of nerves and synapses throughout the body. So a lot of times people think this is why it's most often discussed during pregnancy and lactation is, you know, for the central nervous system development of baby. And, and that's true, but it's relevant for adults too. We shouldn't just stop with, you know, our newborns. So in terms of like synapses and neurons transmitting signals, those actions manifest as things like recall, memory, you know, vision, visual acuity, you know, even a balanced mood. There's, there are studies, many studies that have linked you know, postpartum, the postpartum period of a woman's life with a, a lower mood, you know, blues, the blues call, you know, we, we we're treading lightly here and not talking directly about disease so much, but, you know, like this is well known. Many women, if this was a live discussion, would be chatting us up right now. So omega-3s are known to be effective for mood balance. 
And then the other big one you said is, is heart. And when I think of heart health, I mean, fish oil is like 360 degree support for your heart. And I, I made a note to myself because I didn't want to mess up the language. So let me just tell folks, when the FDA issues a claim that is for, you know, relevant to a supplement and allows you to mention a disease, it's a big deal. So the FDA in 2019, they approved a new claim for EPA and DHA and coronary heart disease and as it relates to blood pressure. And it goes like this. Consuming EPA and DHA combined may reduce the risk of coronary heart disease by lowering blood pressure. They then qualify that statement with a caveat. It's concluded the evidence is inconsistent and conclusive. One serving of Omega-3 Potency Plus, that's the name of My Buddy Green's product, provides 1.5 grams of EPA and DHA. The FDA requires you, if you're going to use that claim, to say how many milligrams or grams of EPA plus DHA your product delivers. Why? Because that they say that claim is only relevant for products who include a minimum of at least 800 milligrams of EPA plus DHA per serving, which actually a lot of fish oil products out there will only, if you count up the EPA and DHA, only deliver, you know, 500, sometimes less, 750. I mean, 800 is their cutoff. We're at 1500. So in terms of 360 heart health, though, to back it up, there's the reason why FDA has issued something like that. There are hundreds of studies now collectively for the ability of omega-3s, EPA and DHA at clinically relevant doses to lower blood pressure. So maintain and help you achieve a healthy blood pressure, massive cardiometabolic health implications, by the way, to help you achieve a healthy level of lipids with uh, triglyceride levels kind of right there at the top. And then vascular health overall. So we're talking about your blood vessels, your vasculature, the things that impact, you know, processes like from atherosclerosis to your heart beating to, you know, blood and oxygen and nutrients and everything getting from your heart to all the vessels and all the organs in your body. So I, those two, to your point, brain and heart are like at the top for Omegas. But I really, I will say a, a pet peeve is I don't like to silo nutrients. Like I don't like to say vitamin D is for bone. Vitamin C is for immune. Just like I don't like to say EPA is for heart and DHA is for brain. Like no, EPA and DHA are, you know, pleiotropic, multitasking, freaking awesome fats. And they're both acting um, and are both important, you know, to have together. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. And look, our listeners have heard the variety of guests we've had on the show, and we've had every great expert in health and wellness, and many of them have different opinions. However, they all agree. Like, I actually can't think of one person when we've started the discussion around supplements and what to take and not take. I, I'm pretty sure that everyone has agreed or mentioned omega-3 that we can all benefit from a high quality omega-3. It, undis it is undisputed. There's lots of discussion around supplements in general. And again, there are a lot of opinions, but this one is kind of the, the undisputed heavyweight champion, if you will, specifically as we talk about cardiovascular, brain, joint, overall well-being. It is a biggie. And so segueing to EPA and DHA, I want to spend a little time because we were very thoughtful, one, on dosage. 
you know, with the 1500 milligrams, but also the four to three ratio. So can we talk about the four to four to three ratio? And also th this is going to segue into another question I have around myths, but why it is actually a fish oil and not a vegan source. That's also important to note. Okay. If I don't answer all of them, just remind me at the end. <laughs> so before I talk about the dose we landed on, let me back up and talk about just broad recommendations and sort of where they've come from. Most people have heard the recommendation of two servings of fish a week. I'd like to let folks know that dates back to, gosh, at least 2002, maybe before, but American Heart Association had a kind of seminal publication in 2002 that really that recommendation took off from. But it's based on research before the 2000s showing that if you eat two servings of fish a week and the EPA, DHA, that's providing your body, you know, it's tied to cardio protection, cardiovascular protection, basically. And what a lot of my fellow dietitians, shout out to nutritionists, you know, I love dietitians, I am one, but we will stop there, a lot of us, and just say two servings of fish, like, like you've arrived. So I'm here to say that is your baseline, just like we talk about with vitamin D. Hey, 600 IU a day can prevent rickets. Not the goal, right? This is 2021, not 1925. So with fish, fish recommendations, the American Heart Association then went on to say, hey, by the way, a gram of EPA plus DHA a day. And they even went on to say two to four grams. So a gram plus confers incremental additional benefits for cardioprotective, cardiometabolic health. So I would caution people against, like the reason why two servings of fish is said by dietitians is because in fact, you know, Americans are consuming like abysmally low amounts of omega-3s. Let, let me just tell you, it's so, okay, two servings of fish a week is equivalent to 500 milligrams of EPA plus DHA a day. That's an important number because in fact, this 2017 publication in the journal Lipids that had like all the lipids researchers I've read since undergrad at Penn. So like Penny Chris Heatherton of Penn State and Mozavarian of Tufts, et cetera. They found Americans are consuming 86 milligrams a day of EPA plus DHA, 86. We need at least 500 as that low achieving baseline. So, and then you go up from there, right? So I say that because we dosed our product for that optimizing, not like we're not low achieving folks at my buddy Greek. We dosed our omega-3 potency plus delivers 1.5 grams, 1500 milligrams of EPA plus DHA per serving. That's just two gel caps. This is a concentrated pure anchovy oil that is sustainably sourced, wild caught, cold water, Peruvian anchovy off the coast of Chile. And that dose is, is important. There's a publication I read recently. I can't think of the journal, but a cardiologist was the author. And he did a play on an apple a day. You know, you know the phrase, an apple a day keeps the, well, it was a fish a day. Well, guess what? Our product, you know, Jason and I, and the whole team collectively were like, we know we want this to be effective, but how potent? Turns out 1.5 grams of EPA plus DHA a day 
is the equivalent of a serving of omega-3 fish. So like anchovies, for instance. And we know this from USDA nutrient analysis data. The four to three ratio that Jason mentioned is important because a lot of times fish oil products, they, I mean, they won't call out the ratio at all because they didn't think about the ratio. And in fact, a lot of fish oil products, if you look on the front of the bottle, they are advertising the milligrams of the fish oil overall or the omega-3 concentrate overall but not the EPA and DHA. On the front of our bottle, we just, we're straight up 1,500 milligrams of EPA plus DHA, you know, cut to the cheese. These are the bioactive lipids that we care about, that are active in the body, and that the research has, you know, done on. So the four to three ratio has support in the literature for definitely in the cardiometabolic space specifically. And it shows that you want your EPA to be you know, slightly higher than the DHA. There's still emerging research to be done there. I think less publications exist than, than should on this, but clinically this has been discussed for, you know, a decade plus. I've heard in, in at conferences and with colleagues who are, you know, have a cardio focus and expertise. And I, I know that's the, the case for you, Jason, as well, that you, you're, you know, personally have had clinical recommendations that have mentioned this ratio. So we wanted to echo that cutting edge clinical angle and, and insight in this product. Oh, and then you were asking about vegan oil. So I would say if there's like collagen would be another instance. Yeah. If there were ever two instances where I would say, Hey, you vegetarians and vegans, like here are targeted nutritional bioactives that might like break the rules for a minute, but they're so purified and they're, you're just delivering the bioactives. It would be collagen peptides and then EPA and DHA from a high quality fish oil. If you're like, absolutely not, no to fish, there are algal, so algae derived algal oils. They are heavily skewed in DHA. So you can squeeze out a little bit of EPA from algae, but they're heavily skewed DHA in those formulas. They're highly expensive. So, you know, go for it. But I don't like it because like the ratio that I just discussed is kind of, you can't achieve it in, in, in an algal oil. But again, like that, if that's your ethical uh, slant, then that's an option for you. 100%. It, to me, it's all about the ratio. And if you're vegan for ethical reasons, totally get it. But if you're not, or you're vegetarian, this is the one product you got to take. <laughs> if you're going to yeah. compromise, this is the one. Oh, and I'll just say one more thing to folks like turn over. I can't tell you how many clients and friends and family. This actually just came up recently uh, with uh, some gals on the editorial team. They were excited that we were launching this new product. And one of the girls on a Zoom call was like, Here's the fish oil I'm taking at home. <laughs> How much EPA DHA is in it? It was so unclear on the front of the bottle. So I would encourage folks to turn it over, look at the supplement facts panel, and add the EPA and the DHA. That's the number that matters. Something you mentioned earlier I want to touch on, form. Why does form matter when it comes to omega-3s. It's, it, it, they're not all created equal. 
Yeah, definitely. So we're talking about form in terms of an omega-3 supplement. If you think of omega-3 as fats, well, what is the form or the structure of that fat in, in the, you know, in the food you consume or in this case in the supplement? Turns out in a fish swimming in the ocean and in humans, our fat is naturally in the form of triglyceride. That's how, you know, we store fat fishes as well. So triglyceride is like, think of it as the native or natural fat. It's uh, made up of tri meaning three. So you have a glycerol backbone and then three fatty acids coming off of a glycerol backbone. And some other main forms you'll find that are trying to compete with triglycerides and, and they don't do a great job at it are ethyl esters, which have like chopped off the glycerol backbone. And so you're dealing with just the free fatty acids, basically. And the reason why that is not as optimal as triglyceride form in terms of absorption and bioavailability in your gut and into your bloodstream, they're free fatty acids. So they need like a decent amount of fat to be consumed around the time. In fact, they are stealing the glycerol backbone off of like, say you consume some avocado, some guacamole in your meal the ethyl ester needs that glycerol backbone to then form the triglyceride. So triglyceride is definitely like at the top, there are multiple clinical trials that have done comparative studies of bioavailability. And phospholipid is another form that is not as, it's less less effective than the triglyceride in a head-to-head, side-by-side comparison. So that's why we included the native triglyceride fat form of EPA and DHA in our omega-3 potency plus. And so something we also strongly considered, and this goes for people shopping at, at the grocery store for, for fish, you know, and there's, these three are, are, are all connected. So purity, transparency, and sustainability. We went pretty aggressive on this in a very good way. So can you talk about purity, transparency, and sustainability in terms of wild caught, in terms of being completely traceable from sea to soft gel, as we say, and like the Arrivo certification and that that fingerprint analysis, which is awesome. And I didn't even know that was a thing until we started working with our partners on this. So purity, transparency, and sustainability. Right. So purity, think of that as massive pillar of quality, right? The quality of your fish oil. One one of the myths of fish oil, probably the two, yeah, it's one of the top two most common um, myths I hear is I don't like, I don't like fish oil because it's fishy. Well, it's, that's an opinion, but it's also a myth because your fish oil shouldn't be fishy. If your fish oil smells funny and fishy, so fishy, sour, it's very yellow. It should only be like, it should be between clearish, slightly yellow. These are signs of, um, you know, bad purity. It's not pure, poor quality. It's a sign of oxidation, right? We know this from the olive oil in our kitchen that you, it can go rancid. That's the case with any oil, a liquid oil. So oxidation parameters and in our product, we, you know, hoarded, if you will, many different fish oil suppliers in, in, in sources from around the globe. And we landed on this wild caught cold water 
pure anchovy oil from the South Pacific. It's sustainably sourced. We we know this for, for variety of, from a variety of ways, but one of the ways is we literally know the fishery itself is sustainable and we're confirming the species of the fish and the origin of the fish through this, it's called Arivo, Arivo certification. It's a third party verification. It's very rare in the United States and it's I mean, I wouldn't say it's common in in Europe, but for premium European fish oil brands, Revo is used sometimes. So we're one of the first to feature this, you know, really honor or accolade on our fish oil. A Revo scientists in Norway, so we like literally ship our soft gels over there to them and they test the raw material against our fish oils, soft gels that are supposed to have that raw material in it. Of course they do. And it's this patented complex magnetic resonance spectroscopy fingerprinting technology. They call it, you know, evidence-based transparency. And it confirms the fish oil species, this specific type of anchovy, Peruvian anchoveta or is another name for it, and the origin geographically to know, hey, it's from that sustainably sourced fishery. And you might think, well, you know, why in the world would you need that? Well, as it turns out, actually spiking fish oils that spike their their products with cheaper, lower quality, dare I say, you know, oxidized, lower quality type of uh, fish oils with contamin contaminant, higher contaminant levels it is common. And then there's also an issue with fish oils saying they'll like brag on they have salmon or some expensive sounding fish, but in fact, they're spiking it with less lower quality and less expensive fishes. So in terms of transparency, if your brand is not telling you the species, singular or plural of fish and the country of origin, you know, some information about that, I would question that a bit and, you know, literally question, ask them, ask them to put that on their website because that's useful info. And then in terms of oxidation and rancidity, we were very, we were just thrilled to find, you know, the anchovy oil partner that we did because unlike other oil that often is, you know, sitting on ships and going from Chile and Peru and Morocco and Norway, like a lot of fish oils, literally a fish from all over the world, but they're going from A to B and C to D and like it's in these keg things in a hot ship for, you know, months. There's a lot of potential for you know, oxidation, reduce shelf life. And so our, in contrast, our anchovy oil is like, we call it from catch to capsule. So from catch in the ocean, the facility that's state of the art and uses 100% solar energy, so sustainability, it goes there to get the oil, you know, in its purest form and then straight to the U.S. to be encapsulated in a soft gel. In our case, we went with a tilapia soft gel. So I think that another thing to look out for purity wise, our fish oil has patents related to purification. So we're talking about super critical CO2 extraction techniques, getting things like that you find in the ocean, heavy metals, um, dioxins, furans, PCBs, these things that are in our environment to their low wist. I mean, parts per million, you know, low industry, like, competing levels that's how low in our particular oil 
So you'll want to look for products that discuss those things. And then, you know, we talked about Arivo. You'll see because we've earned the certification, the Arivo seal or checkmark is on every bottle of Omega-3 Potency Plus. And, you know, you can literally go to Arivo's site and see our certificate there um, stating that they tested it and, and we succeeded. So I think that there's just so many different factors to consider. But when it comes down to it, like, does the brand care about quality in the most granular sense? And if they do, then trace things like traceability and purity and sustainability are achievable from the sea, from the ocean, all the way to the soft gel. And that's why, that's what we did here. And that's why it, it took us a minute to get this product out. <laughs> yeah, well, we absolutely did. We went above and beyond. And I know you and, and me and the entire team take a lot of pride in this product. And so it's just, again, I, I love this one. And so one of the things I love, you know, mo moving off of the fish is we added lemon and rosemary made right. its lemon and rosemary made it made its way into the formula so briefly can you explain how and why that you know why why we did that why we made that choice right so the second most common complaint the first one was my fish oil's fishy oh it shouldn't be we just covered that the second most common thing i would hear about fish oil is it makes me burp so fish oil doesn't shouldn't make you burp like we Burp, burping is a phenomenon that's caused by just physiologically like different things and there are personalized differences there. But I will say if you burp and the fish oil, if it like tastes fishy, that's not a good sign of the quality of the oil. And so we wanted to, you know, aside from the already super low oxidation parameters and the super low contaminant levels, like the high purity, right? We're like, how can we weave in some awesome botanicals to further uh, strengthen the, the oil's freshness, stealth, uh, shelf life stability over time? So organic lemon oil from U.S. grown lemon trees is, is the first one. And this organic lemon oil, you know, it's an essential oil. And what it's doing is, I mean, aside from actually delivering antioxidant properties as well from this citrus plant, it is helping, it, if you were to burp, it is helping it to be a pleasant, you know, fresh tasting experience. So it's really user experience as we're considering it. And we're already getting feedback that, um, you know, <laughs> I forget the exact language, so go on the product page, but something like, a great tasting burp, <laughs> something to that effect, a, a lemony burp. So that that's why lemon oil is there. And then in terms of fresh rosemary extract, this is a way, so all fish oil, just FYI, already has what's known as tocopherols, that's vitamin E and um, fat-soluble antioxidant. All fish oil has tocopherols already like built in to the profile to help with their freshness and stability over time well we went a step farther we're like okay to we see you we raise you rosemary and this rosemary extract you'll see it as one of our other ingredients and it's literally helping deliver freshness and you know preservation but in from a botanical so but again like rosemary lemon these plants have antioxidant and an anti-inflammatory actions in their own right. 
In fact, lemon oil is even rich in a terpene. So, you know, phytonutrients and all the good stuff. So we hope that you'll, the people who stop taking their fish oil because of the fear of the burp back phenomenon, as it's known, like we have you covered. Why don't you give it a go again? We, we do have you covered. So, so we're going to cover some FAQs, if we will. These are just questions that we, we know we're going to get. And so, you know, can you take our omega-3 potency plus with other supplements? And is there a best time of the day to take it? So... I, yes, absolutely. You think of your omega-3 potency plus as a daily essential. And so right alongside that would be your uh, multivitamin, you know, check out our podcast on the ultimate multivitamin plus and on multivitamin science was the bulk of that discussion, but ultimate multivitamin plus vitamin D3 potency plus, like I think of the trifecta, if you were limited, oh no, to only three supplements, (laughs) For the rest of your life, it it would have to be you know multi fish oil and, and D three. So we yeah. we formulated this to be absolutely a buddy to every other product in our portfolio. And time of the day is um, any time of the day, and I like it near a meal. So with or soon after a meal or snack that has a little bit of fat, you're just going to optimize the absorption of fats. <laughs> and I would add to the the list of must-haves. Probiotic for me is everything because I suffer from bloating until I started taking our probiotic until that's, we built it for me. That's how we weave in uh, these targeted, you know, yeah. formulas. And, and, then, and then sleep support because that one, I just never knew sleep could be so good. And Colleen she had uh, huge sleep issues. That's been game-changing for us. And so in terms of knowing if the product's working, can you talk about labs very briefly? So like, what what are some of the labs? Is it as simple as just saying to your doc, hey, can you measure EPA and DHA? It's no, like at the standard doctor's office, they would maybe their eyebrow might raise. <laughs> so, so I think if you like back up and what would a traditional conventional doc be measuring though? You know, heart health. So you're talking about blood pressure, you know, lipids, so the cholesterol and triglycerides, even cardiometabolic health, think of glucose, insulin, hemoglobin, A1C. There are markers of inflammation and, 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 you know, inflammatory status, if you will, that a conventional doc would could order, such as C-reactive protein or ESR, which is erythrocyte sedimentation rate. Erythrocyte is a red blood cell. If you get you went to like a specialist or maybe someone a little bit more integrative, functionally minded, they could order some specialized oxidative stress analytes. These are going to be from a, a urine test. And basically what they're, they're a, a test of the lipids, right? I, I was explaining how omega-3s are incorporated into membranes uh, and cells throughout the body. They're looking to see how oxidatively stressed <laughs> those lipids and the lipids and the membranes are. And then that's called lipid peroxides is that test. Another one is called HOHDG, and that indicates oxidative stress at the level of your DNA. So those are more specialized. But then like the end-all, be-all test for, you know, I'll equate it to, hey, I take vitamin D and eight to 12 weeks later, I want to see if it's working. You go ask your doctor to measure 25-hydroxy vitamin D in the serum. Hey, you take omega-3s, give it, you know, 
people give things some time. We, we have people write in and they're like, take it for three days. And they're like, this isn't working. You know, your body has to reach new steady states, if you will. So give it a couple months. But if you were to go, yeah, again, might have to be an integrative minded doctor, that if you were to request the test to see, did your omega-3 status improve? It's called the omega-3 index. And what that's doing is measuring long-term omega-3 status, the EPA and DHA levels from the red blood cells, the, the membranes of the red blood cells throughout your body. And it gives you a percentage. And so we have enough clinical trial data to know that a healthy omega-3 index for, as it relates to like cardio protection, is greater than or equal to eight, 8%. And then if you're less than four, you know, not the opposite is true, like not so good for your heart health and then extrapolate that to overall health as well. So it's called omega-3 index and you know, it's very commonly used in the research literature and I hope that more clinical practices start weaving this into their, you know, their offerings because it's an important one. Well, I have been fortunate enough to have access to some of those docs who are more progressive. So yes, I have done that test and, and yes, this product has overwhelmingly worked for me. And so in closing, you know, for those familiar with our annual wellness trends piece that is widely read and, and highly respected in the industry, Ashley, you wrote about this trend about, you know, old school supplements, getting some next gen cutting edge up upgrades and, you know, old school meets new school. And in terms of this product, you know, it, it's very much in line with our thesis there, you know, Omega three got a next gen upgrade. So if you were to summarize why this is, you know, the new school of Omega threes, the new school of fish oils, you know, what would you say? Yeah, that article was a lot of fun to write. I think that Omega three like encompasses a lot of the features that we said it's perfect. It's a perfect example because it's one of the old school vitamins, if you will, old school supplements. The new school of omega-3s in fish oil would do things like utilize combination technology. In the article, I described that as, you know, folding in not just the active, folding, folding in these helpful other botanicals. So that's our organic lemon oil and our rosemary. The new school of supplements will have top of mind things like sustainability, authenticity, transparency, and evidence-based dose. So omega-3 potency plus, like it's not a play on words, it's potent, but potency matters because dose is what like the literature and the efficacy um, in terms of health impact is rooted in. And, you know, I think of this as the new school because we literally optimized these, like if it was like a wheel and, you know, spokes on a wheel. So you're looking at, we optimize source, cold water, wild caught, anchovy, you know, potency, a whopping 1.5 grams of EPA plus DHA. We optimize form, that's triglyceride. It's the premium, it's the top for absorption in, in the body. We optimize purity, <laughs> going around the wheel here. It's this premium purity of through patented technologies. We optimize taste in your experience with the organic lemon oil and the rosemary. And then, you know, we optimized the transparency and traceability with this awesome, you know, Arivo certification through our partners in Norway. So sure, go fill your omega-3 gaps, but like, let's be real. This product is, it, it's, it's the beyond. Like 
you want it, you're interested for your heart, your brain, your joint support, like this is the one. And like science and technology, we're at the cutting edge and we're so thrilled to bring this to you. So, you know, welcome to the new school of fish, <laughs> fish oil. I, I, I love it. And for all of you listening, I really hope you give it a try. Visit mybuddygreen.com slash Omega and use the code Omega pod to get 25% off your first order of Omega three potency plus. And also I just wanted to let everyone know we're going to take a little break for, for Christmas Eve. So our next show is going to drop on Wednesday, 1229. We're going to talk about our 2022 wellness trend of democratizing longevity with one of the world's foremost longevity experts, Dr. David Sinclair. So you're not going to want to miss that one. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and be well.